0: Hey everybody, how you doing? This is Bill Williamson, this is Super Pride, and this is our podcast. Uh, this is Tuesday night, the 14th of July. Right now we're doing once a week, we'll be getting more shows to you as things get more popping. Hopefully things start to pop in two weeks. That is the date that they're trying to get training camp to start doesn't seem like there's been a lot of progress in the last week as as far as actual things agreed upon between the NFL and the NFLPA. The NFLPA is is being very strong, being very demanding, as they should be because they want safety in this weird year and they want health protection and and, and financial protection, and and they're working on it. And And I think... You know, I'm cautiously optimistic. My biggest concern is the virus itself. NFL Players Association today said that, well, the sources said to the Washington Post that, you know, in some of these, quote, hot spot places, you got to consider California a hot spot. Arizona, Georgia, Texas, Florida, certainly. Maybe training camp is not going to start so soon. So if some of those places, and and Raiders will be in Las Vegas, and Las Vegas has been hit. I don't know if it's been hit harder than many places, but I know the players are going to fight to say, hey, if we're going to start, say, two weeks later in August, and that's just a guesstimation, everybody's going to have to start two weeks. This is going to be a fair and equal playing ground. So we'll see. You know, I hate that we talk about this stuff on this show, but this is what's going on. Um, you know, players can opt out. They're, they haven't worked, figure that out. But in other sports, players have opted out. Players with either personal high risk for getting the virus or, or family members or certain situations. Um, so that will happen in the NFL. Uh, it's, I think there's been like a dozen in the um, Major League Baseball some in the NBA, and there'll probably be some in the NFL. Not a lot, I don't think, but, you know, we'll, we'll just have to see. Um, Baltimore Ravens announced they will have more than 14,000 people in the seats this year at all. If you did that average of the Raiders' new home allegiance uh, Stadium, that's – uh, they would be twelve thousand nine hundred. That's their equivalent. So not even thirteen thousand a game. So they'd have to split season ticket holders, all kinds of crazy ways. Um, and that's even if fans get in. You know, Philadelphia they're not going to be fans this year. Probably they wouldn't expect in California. So it's just, it's just a wait and see. It's going to be a weird, weird. Season some fa- some teams are going to have advantage because of fans, but I mean, is fourteen thousand fans a real advantage <laughs> in the National Football League? I think these coaches and players are mentally tough enough to deal with the noise of fourteen thousand fans. You know what I mean? I mean, the, but you still have to travel, and there's certain things that go with that. So, I and mean that's part of the advantage as well. Um. Our Kenny Arthur wrote last week, and we got stuff, so much stuff every day at Silver and Black Pride. I'm so proud of that. We have tons of stuff every day. Wall-to-wall Raider coverage every day. That's just the way it is. And it's the way it's going to be. Um, He had a deal with top Raider defenders that you guys took a poll. Corey Littleton, Crosby, Abram. I love it, man. Abram has so much love. This kid has played, what, three quarters of one football game. And fans think he's the third most important guy on the defense. And I'm not saying he's not, but that's how much they're expecting and like this guy. And I think it's cool. Um, I, I think it, I, I like it. What else we got? You know me. I just, extreme of consciousness, just talk about what's going on in the week. We're sitting at the bar and we're just chatting away. No, I'm not drinking while I do these shows. People say you sound like it. I said, Well, you sound me when I you should hear me when I have a few beers. I sound like Robert Goulet. But yeah, I know I sound a little tipsy sometimes. I ain't. I'm just having fun. I'm high energy baby. Uh, what do we got? Seeing you know, people still hate hey, the clownies thing is still out there. Nobody has really jumped out and got him. Um, there's still some teams interested, Eagles, at a, at a reduced price, just like the Raiders, Seahawks. So well, I had to guess he probably lands at the Seahawks or the Titans, but I wouldn't be shocked at the Raiders. I know some people say, you know, if the Raiders get Clowney, it, it means that they don't think that much of Clinton Farrow, Clint Farrell, who they drafted number four last year overall. I don't buy that. If Clowney signs, it will be a short-term deal. He's going to sign a short-term deal at this point, right? I think it's more of a thing that, hey, Clowney's better than Arden Key. I think that's what it is. And, and Clowney's a really good defense. He's a really r- good run-stopper. So, yeah, let's. I'd rather have Clowney getting Arden Key's um, his snaps than saying we don't think uh, Clinton Farrell's any good. I mean, he... He's still got time to develop. Arden Key hasn't done much in two years. I've talked to some people in the organization. They said that Rob Marinelli's excited to coach him, the new Raiders defensive uh, line coach, of course. But they want to see something from him. He has to have a good camp. Yeah, uh, at NFL Media, that's NFL Network, a uh, analyst said, you know, I, I he did a top ten People that he would vote for Who he expects to have the best chances to rookie the year And Henry Ruggs The third Was His ninth choice That's kind of low For the number 12 overall pick And the seventh overall offensive pick Don't you think And I was very Intrigued By his reasons He says I don't know if Derek Carr can get him the ball the Raiders' top receivers the last three years are tight ends, and that's an indication on the quarterback. He says, well, it's also an indication the tight end's been pretty good and Cook and, and Waller. But, I mean, he makes an interesting point, but that's why they picked Ruggs, because they want to get Derek Carr that deep, that deep threat. And if Derek Carr can't get him the ball, then they'll move on from him. And we know this. I think Ruggs is very good on the slant. Derek Carr is a good slant thrower. So I think they could at, the, at least get that going, that relationship going early. So I thought it very fascinating. I'm not necessarily think it's correct, but I thought it was fascinating to talk about. And that's what we're here, just to talk about interesting stuff back to the back to the Corona um, you know this is how some of this stuff is just evolving some of it's eye opening it's like what are you talking about next year after the game there is to be social distancing no jersey swaps no coaches handshakes no player hugs And no no prayer circles nothing six feet apart so these guys are going to be beating the hell each other Lining inches away from each other on the trenches, the offensive and defensive lines, for three hours. Spit everything else. No mask. But you can't hug your college teammate after the game for five seconds. God forbid. But you can pow drive them into the ground for four quarters. Kind of silly. Kind of silly. <laughs> but that's what it is. No, uh... Open locker rooms for the media. That's going to make uh, – all the interviews will probably be on Zoom. It will work. You guys won't know the difference. Media members like myself will be bummed because we won't be able to really work the locker room. And that's kind of our game day is to go get good stories. Now everybody's going to be getting the same stories. Um, so that's kind of a, a bummer. But you do what you do. Um you know, the Raiders are getting a lot of good rankings. There's a lot. Of everybody's This is the time of year when everybody ranks everything. Hell, I even saw Price Box Food ranked last week. Um, and the Raiders' offense is doing pretty good. ESPN ranked Darren Waller number five. Tight end. Pro Football Focus r- voted the Raiders t- tight ends overall. And they're, remember, they're very metric-centric. Eighth. Jacobs, knife running back by somebody. I don't know. Um, offensive line, I think 11th. These, you might be like, oh, screw those guys. Our guys are so much better. But here's the point. They're all in the upper levels. So if all these units are so good, well, the offense better be good, right? It should be good. They got better around Derek Carr, and it's time for Derek Carr to get things done. Might have some more Derek Carr stats here little later in the show. But the offense has a chance to be really good. You know? I I, I really think so. You know you got rugs and his ninety-eight speed rating and Madden. I mean, come on, come on. I mean they're gonna be good. I thought I thought this was crazy speaking of rankings. Uh USA Today, Doug Ferrar, who's very good at what he does uh, he ranked the, the 11 best, um line, uh, what is it, cornerbacks, but I think it was like, I think it was like slot corners, I think it was. Uh, yeah. DJ Hayden was number four, the fourth best slot corner in the NFL compared, you know, by USA Today. Ain't that something? I mean, holy. He was with the Raiders for four years. Wasn't very good. He went to the Lions, he got better. He went to Jacksonville, he's gotten better. Is that coaching? It might have something to do with coaching back in the day. You know, let's see how Carl Joseph, who's been with a couple coaches, see how he does with Cleveland. We'll see. But, yeah, I mean, Conley got a little better in Houston. I mean, you know, you you do see it somewhat. But the fourth best after being just garbage at the number 12 overall pick, so disappointing. Had a chance to speak with Raiders fullback Alec Ingold yesterday. Um, he's working with a, an adoption agency that helps get kids f- in foster care hooked up with adopted families. And um, yeah, pretty emotional. And Alec himself is adopted and he, he was gracious enough to tell me his story an emotional story Um, you should read it even if I didn't write it I suggest you read it it's on Silver and Black Pride Um, yeah it's a good story and he's a good man and uh, I really was honored to write his story so I appreciate that Uh, AP has car stats I said I had some car stats that like (laughs) over the years it's Josh Dubow Josh has a lot of stats over the years it's like Derek Carr has the worst win-loss percentage of any quarterback in games that the uh, team has held the opposition to under 20 points. Say 12 and 9. And it's like, holy moly. You know, in addition to getting Derek Carr talent around him, they got defense better too. So if they're not going to give up many points, they, they better win those games. Uh, they better win those games. Here's a stat, a, a bad stat that's not on Carr, from AP Josh DeBell. Since 2018, the last two years, the Raiders have played 14 teams that went to the playoffs. Either you know, though, in those seasons, what do you think the record is? Yeah, 0 and 14, and they're getting clobbered by an average score of 35 to 14. I mean, that was a deal last year. Played good teams, got hammered. And I don't want to hear any buts, excuses. It is what it is. They've gotten better. They've got more talent. They better start winning games, right? I mean, that's what we're all here for. We're not here for, you know, participation awards, brownies, or, hey, oh, they went 8-8 eight and eight in year three. After winning 4-7, now we win 8, and that's progress. No, we want to see a real playoff push. And that's not being mean. It's not being negative. It's being real. And I think they could do it. I certainly think they can do it. You know, I was thinking about Mike Mayock. When he got hired, I didn't. You know me. I'm not a cheerleader. I wouldn't look good in a cheerleader's outfit. But I'm not a, a hater either. I don't see people think I'm a hater because I'm not a cheerleader. I'm just very honest. I'm a reporter. I'm down the line. I just say, well, if I think it's good, I say it's good. If I think it's bad, I think it's bad. After they win, I say good things. You know why? Because they did good things. After they lose, I say bad things because they did bad things. It's simple as that. Um, I was very neutral on the Mike Mayock hire. I was fascinated by it. I didn't like it. I didn't dislike it. I just said, let's see how it works out. And a year and a half into the deal, I think it's working out pretty good. This draft year was excellent. This, this draft has a chance. Just like all 32 did, we just don't know. Has a chance. I think he's been a calming influence on Gruden. I still think Gruden has the final say, but I think Gruden does listen to Mayock a little bit. Um. Yeah, it's it's been good. I I think it's uh, it's pretty cool. I like it. I like it. Um. What else? You know. Oh, Yannick from Jacksonville. Um, he's got to sign his his franchise tag tomorrow. Some people say he he could get traded in the next twenty four hours. We'll see. Uh, I you know never say never, but who knows. So maybe that'll be something to look at. Maybe that's something we'll be talking about next week. Uh, but hey, we just had a good talk, right? Like I said, you, my job is to find out all things Raiders. Your job is to do whatever you do. But your hobby is the Raiders. So if I can help your hobby by giving you information that you may not have heard because it's not your job, you don't have time, you have a life and a family. That's what I want. I want to, So I, after the end of these podcast I want you to say hey you know what I learned a little bit I learned a little bit this week from Williamson and I appreciate it he may be crazy he may be you know he, he may be who he is but he gave me something that I wanted to learn about the Raiders and I learned it so that's what we're here for so be safe be happy we'll be next we'll be back next week talk to you soon this is Bill Williamson and this is Silver and Black Pride take care